This is Bobby Guy with the 10-Minute Health BizCast. This is album one, track nine. This is Bobby Guy with the 10-Minute Health BizCast. With us today is David Schles, who's the president of the American Seniors Housing Association. ASHA has existed for almost three decades now, and its membership is comprised of more than 500 companies involved in the finance, development, and operation of seniors' housing and services for seniors, including independent living, assisted living, memory care, and continuing care, or life plan communities. As we finish up album one of the Health BizCast, I've wanted to make sure we talk about the senior care industry. David is the perfect person. David, thanks for being with us today. Uh, It's a pleasure to be with you this morning, Bobby. So David, tell us how long you've been in the senior living industry and give us a little bit of a history lesson about the changes you've seen over the last couple of decades. So I was uh, pretty much right out of graduate school in uh, the early 90s when the National Multifamily Housing Council decided to start a seniors housing committee. It was 1991, and uh, as I I like to tell people, I was in the right place at the right time. Hmm. NMHC was really a wonderful organization to uh, start what became American Seniors Housing Association in 1991 by the late late 1990s, we you know we really in a position to start thinking about spinning off from uh, NMHC, which we did in uh, January of 2001. So I've really been with the organization since its inception, and uh, obviously have watched the industry ch- you know change significantly over that period of time. I I think the the biggest thing that you see is just a you know much higher level of professionalism uh, across, really across the board, but certainly in terms of the the operators, um, just much more sophisticated focus and much better understanding of, of how to operate these types of settings, uh, you know, much stronger skill sets across the uh, platform of operators. Another major change that we've seen would be the level of interest on the investor side. Um, and that was, you know, Back in the early '90s, uh, not you know, senior housing was not really considered an option for many uh, investors that you know would consider investing in other types of real estate-based assets. Those are big changes. Certainly, the residents are a bit older, not necessarily higher acuity levels, but just you see people living longer and and healthier. And so, you know, the person that we see in independent living today uh, you know is several years older than the the person that we saw in independent living when asha was uh, started in, in the early 90s oh that's great thank you so on the podcast we've been focusing on chronic care personally i think that seniors housing is one of the industries that does chronic care really well and therefore is likely to be a model for other healthcare sectors do you think that's fair yeah, I, I, I really do. I think senior living has a lot of benefits associated with it. And some of the obvious include social interaction, which are really present and really important. We see a lot of research you know, suggesting that being alone, 
uh, where loneliness really takes a tremendous toll on 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 well-being. Uh, senior housing is is really just starting to be recognized as a setting that really offers tremendous opportunities for wellness of the population. And we've got lots of opportunities to do things that are healthy and that keep our residents feeling good and, and out of hospitals. And I think really just kind of seeing the, the tip of the iceberg in, in that respect, I think we're really just at the at the cusp of of where senior living will be within the broader healthcare system. When you look at uh, the senior industry today, what do you see as the major issues facing senior care and what should we be doing about them? Right now, I mean, we're talking perhaps the, the midpoint of the COVID crisis. I think the real challenge right now is kind of finding the balance for the operators where they have put in place a lot of protocols that have been, I would say, extremely effective in terms of protecting residents and really minimizing the transmission risk of uh, COVID in, into these buildings. Uh, but by the same token, that the you know the balancing act is ensuring that the residents have opportunities to uh, socialize and um, spend time with the, with family members and loved ones. And I you know I think that's one of the real issues right now is kind of finding that balance where we are continuing to do all of the things that we've learned we need to do to keep our residents safe from COVID. At the same time, we've got to begin opening these communities up to uh, family members and loved ones and making sure that the you know tremendous benefits of socialization are you know present in these buildings right now let me ask you about um, inefficiencies in the senior care industry are there things we can be doing to take better care of our seniors and if so what are they i think we have a lot of seniors who are living wherever they've been for in some instances decades and they're isolated and they don't receive, you know, proper nutrition. I think they're depressed. I think there are literally thousands, tens of thousands of seniors who are at home who would really be much better cared for and probably much happier and much uh, healthier living in senior living. And, and that's, you know, one of the things we've really focused on over the past few years is trying to reach out and connect with older adults and their families to help educate them. Because the old adage in the industry is when you talk to people who have moved into senior living, so many of them will say, goodness, I wish I had done this years ago. And they, they delay this decision to move. And, you know, I, I, I think that's just one of those areas that the, the industry has a lot of work to do. I think we serve somewhere around 10% of the older adult population. And with education, that could be a bigger number for sure. All right. So as we close, let me ask you this. If you could snap your fingers and change one thing about how we do healthcare in the U.S., what would it be? I think we're just at the cusp right now of the healthcare industry recognizing senior living and the role of senior living in delivering care. Mm -hmm. um, so that recognition of the value of senior housing that we can really be a gatekeeper for healthcare, uh, that we can help manage access to care, uh, prevent hospitalizations, prevent rehospitalizations. I think we're in the, the real early innings of that. And I think there is a very clear role, uh, very healthy and, and helpful role that senior living can play 
uh, in the broader healthcare system. But I think to some extent, we've not been seen as part of that healthcare delivery system. And yet, you certainly can see how many different things the senior care industry can do to help improve the well-being of seniors. And, and, and that is one of those things that in the next five years, we will see probably a really radically different understanding of senior living in the broader healthcare system. I think we're really, really on the edge of that happening. That's very exciting. Thanks very much for being with us today. This has been the 10-Minute Health BizCast, broadcasting from Nashville, Tennessee. Thanks very much for joining us.